perhaps the biggest lie in modern times is, I've read and accept the terms and conditions. Who actually goes through those infinite lines of tiny text with legalese, purposely intended to be hard to grasp? Well, maybe we should be reading the T's and C's. Entertainment apps have become an easy way to grab and use people's data with their quote-unquote consent. There seems to be no limit to the way personal data is put to use today. It can be used for advertising, monitoring your health in order to increase your insurance premiums, or changing a presidential election even. Data is already a hot commodity, but governments worldwide are starting to pick up the slack and regulate how companies and public agencies use it, and what is out of bounds. Next year, Brazil's general data protection law will come into force, redefining concepts like consent and data privacy in the country. This week, what we discuss what exactly this means for you. My name is Alex Hochuli, and as you can probably tell, I'm not editor-in-chief Gustavo Ribeiro. I'm sitting in for him this week on this episode of Explaining Brazil. Natalia Scalzaretto, you cover markets for the Brazilian Report. Hello, everything good? Yeah, sure. How are you, Alex? I'm very well, very well. Uh, so tell me, what is FaceApp and why has it generated so much buzz worldwide? Well, that's an app that simulates how people will look like when they're old. Uh, you upload your photo and you will see yourself in 40, 50 years from now. And it has been downloaded like 30 million times worldwide in July 2019 alone. That's obviously pretty impressive. So the question is, what's the catch? Um, by using the app, you agree with the company's terms and conditions and give them a lot of power to monitor your browsing data and use it however they want. Actually, Sao Paulo's Consumer Defense Service notified the company asking for more information on how user data is being disposed of. Right. So is anything going to happen with this new legal framework? Yeah, because last year Brazil approved the General Data Protection Law, or LGPD, in its Portuguese acronym. Uh, it's going to be enforced starting next year. All right, so before getting into the law specifics, it'd be good if you could explain something. Brazil has had a framework for civil rights on the internet since 2014. Isn't data protection covered by that already? Mm, the framework for civil rights on the internet applies only to web-related issues. And the data protection law, the LGPD, is the first of its kind in Brazil and reaches online and offline companies, as well as how government agencies deal with data. We do tend to focus on the mishandling of data by private entities, but often forget that public agencies can also be at the center of their own data breaches. I remember the case of civil servants uh, accused of selling the CPF, which would be the Brazilian equivalent to your social security number, selling that to private companies for under-the-table payments. Yeah, government agencies are not without their problems, but now they will have even more responsibilities. Mm, interesting. So, Natalia, without further ado, what actually are the main points of Brazil's data protection law? It basically works to protect the Brazilians' rights to privacy. It establishes rules on how to handle sensitive data, like someone's image or fingerprint, for example, and put consent, but I mean explicit consent, on its core. Uh, that means that people can remove their consent given to a company whenever they want. They will also be able to have access to their data, uh, require corrections, or even ask the information to be removed, for instance. 
Okay, so am I allowed to ask Facebook to delete, you know, for example, some embarrassing photos I might have online? <laughs> yeah, but only as of December 2020, when the law will start being forced. Okay, I'll have to wait until then. Right, so you've written a few pieces on the subject for the Brazilian report. How have experts responded to the law? Was it welcomed or not so much? Yeah, I interviewed a few people and the general reaction was quite positive. One of them was Bruna dos Santos, a policy and advocacy analyst at NGO Coding Rights. And she said that LGPD was a necessary addition to Brazil's legal framework, expanding what the framework for civil rights on the internet, or the Marco Civil da Internet, started. Marco Civil was only the building, uh, maybe the, 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 the foundation or the setting stone for, for what we have nowadays. And um, ever since 2013, 14, we had um, this void that I mentioned before around um, privacy and data protection related norms. Um, it's important to note that here in Brazil, we had over 40 norms at the federal level that indirectly or directly um, dealt with privacy and data protection in a sector-based system. So we had um, related to banking account, to banking information, also to consumers, and, and, and it was like very divided into the sector. So when um, I think that the LGBT was a necessary addition, it's, become, it's because we are now guaranteeing um, individual rights, fostering economics, technological and innovation development through comprehensive rules and norms. So we are expanding from what the Marco Civil built on the beginning, and we are now treating more specifically how to collect, process, um, transfer from sensible data to normal data, educational data, health data, and it's a more um, specific and comprehensive legislation. Will those Silicon Valley tech giants also have to comply? A recent data breach at Facebook leaked the data of millions of Brazilians. Yeah, everyone will have to play ball. Otherwise, penalties can reach 2% of the company's gross revenue in Brazil, but limited to 50 million reais. The duty of compliance with, of, with this law will in fact exceed um, some geographical limits of Brazil. Um, that meaning that any foreign company that has um, a branch or activities in, in this country would have to be subjected to this new law, um, such as the case of the GDPR. And what about the government? In the past month, there was um, a lot of discussions around whether or not the public se sector was part or whether or not the public sector should be considered as a data controller. Or if um, public policies, they had any data processing or collecting activities. So this this is kind of like a, a big win into this, this provisional measure and slash um, the legislation as well, because we are now um, finally acknowledging that um, there is a huge extent of data processing into a lot of the public policies we had in Brazil. The Brazilian data protection law has a clearer inspiration, right? Even the name LGPD sounds quite a lot like GDPR, which is the European version of, of the same thing, the General Data Protection Regulation. Yeah, it was heavily inspired by the European rules, and I talked about that with Professor Luca Belli, who teaches at think tank Fundação Getúlio Vargas, and he literally wrote the book on the internet regulations in Latin America. And we'll have a link for that on our website, Brazilian.report. He explained the similarities between the two legal frameworks. So with regard to consumers, 
pro uh, protection, actually uh, all individuals, uh, be they consumers or not, so be both in their rela commercial relation and in their uh, administrative relations, uh, they will have a streamlined set of rights, uh, which is very positive because so far it's uh, very partial, the protection they have. As I was mentioning before, they have some protection granted by sectorial laws like the Marco Civil, uh, but they they do not have a streamlined set of rights apply that can, can be applied uh, to any potential situation of data collection. Uh, there, are, there is, for instance, a in, uh, right to access uh, to one's data, uh, the right to erasure of data, uh, or to correct incomplete or uh, non-up-to-date uh, data, the right to know uh, which, which entity data are shared, or the right to recall consent, the, 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 the right to portability. There are a lot of uh, rights that now are all streamlined and that everyone will have uh, and will be able to enjoy. But the thing is, this talk of data protection is brand new to Brazil. Europe's GDPR is the result of years, even decades of debates. Yeah, Professor Belli talked about that. Consumers, yes, of course, they are benefiting uh, from it. The problem is that uh, there is uh, very few uh, awareness from consumers about uh, those rights. President Jair Bolsonaro signed into law the creation of the National Data Protection Authority, a watchdog to regulate how companies and public agencies manipulate data. Yeah, but this agency still only exists on paper. So I asked Professor mm -hmm. Bali and Bruno dos Santos how will this regulatory body operate? So one of the, the responsibilities of the DPA will be to set um, maybe new norms or um, a proportional app like kind of application to the law for these smaller companies. Um, the DPA will also be responsible for deciding on the sanctions that will be applied to, to data controllers or anyone that's in breach of the, the new data protection law. And, um, and another set of, another few set of responsibilities. Uh, it is very positive to have finally those rights uh, as uh, enforceable legal rights, uh, but uh, it is uh, too soon uh, to know how the, the Brazilian society, which is so far, let's remember it, absolutely not uh, used to have a data protection, a privacy culture, uh, how they will react to this. Uh, and that is something that we will only know uh, when the, uh, the law will enter into force. After the break, how the data protection law will impact companies, big and small. Hey, I'm Ewan Marshall, editor of The Brazilian Report. I want to invite you to subscribe to our brand new sports newsletter. Every Monday morning we talk about all things Brazilian sports. And it's not only about football, we cover other sports, as well as plenty of behind-the-scenes political stuff, cultural aspects and the business side of sports. Our sports newsletter goes beyond the scores. And it's free, so just go to brazilian.report and you can get it in your inbox. Natalia, anyone who's ever bought anything in Brazil has already heard the one question that you always get asked. 
Sir, do you want to attach your fiscal number, the CPF, to your bill? For those who don't know, it's a way governments found to push consumers into forcing stores and restaurants to register their sales. You make merchants register their sales, and then you get a tax kickback at the end of the year. Which is all fine, but it does mean that almost any business in Brazil, from Facebook and Google to little mom-and-pop corner stores, have to deal with sensitive consumer data. And the fact that most companies are medium or small size creates a tricky situation vis-a-vis the data protection law. Uh, I talked to Elias Abdallah, who handles public policies and regulations at Microsoft, to understand how the law will treat different businesses. After all, penalties can be quite high. Technology is really important for complying with the challenges and complying with the, the LGPD as a whole. Uh, it is a, a, a journey that all the companies need to go through in order to be prepared and fully comply with the new legislation. But it is really clear and we really believe that the use of some of those tools, even the ones that Microsoft provide as the, the cloud services and platforms, are important for this compliance journey. It's through the use of technology and uh, through the use of, of those compli- uh, cloud services that those companies, especially the, the smaller ones, uh, will be able to comply with the LGPD uh, without uh, suffering the, uh, those burdens that you mentioned. Previous experience with GDPR gives international companies a head start, at least, in adapting to the new legislation to come, doesn't it? This is really important. So we are really availing the, the learnings that we had uh, about GDPR to also comply with LGPD and also help us help our customers to comply with LGPD as well. Companies here in Brazil and all the the parties that will be subjected to LGPD will probably have to implement uh, uh, several uh, things from the scratch. Do companies have enough time to adapt to the new regulations? Considering that the 18 months deadline is really a tight one, so we really advise our customers to think about the, the LGPD and this compliance journey uh, from the, uh, f- for now on. Uh, we, ca- we cannot wait to start to think about LGPD and all the obligations and all the requirements that the law uh, uh, is putting in place uh, the next year. No wonder so many consultancies are trying to become experts on the issue. This could become a major cash cow for them. What are the opportunities arising from the data protection law? Will it create a new industry around it? This is something that will also be important for the digital economy in Brazil. At the same time that we have a lot of opportunities uh, to develop new businesses in Brazil, new companies uh, showing up to develop uh, new products and tools, uh, and data is a, a fundamental asset in this uh, new digital economy. It is also important for us to have and to really avail all of those opportunities uh, to be aware of the, the, uh, the privacy challenges, to comply with this kind of legislation. And uh, uh, considering that the LGPD is really important because we'll uh, put in place the baseline for 
the data protection uh, in Brazil. It is also an opportunity for new professionals, uh, for sure. Uh, not only the ones that will have technical knowledge about, you know, uh, any tool that can be developed, but also the ones that will uh, need to understand what privacy means, uh, how privacy can should be infused in all the businesses, how uh, the data protection law uh, will be observed, and how to comply with this kind of legislation. This podcast was written and prepared by Gustavo Ribeiro. I edited the final script. Natalia Scalzaretto produced the show. If you like this podcast, rate us on any platform you may be listening to Explaining Brazil on. It just takes a second, but is really important for us. And do make sure to visit our website, brazilian.report, and enjoy all our content for seven days. And it really is free. You don't have to submit any credit card information whatsoever. Go to brazilian.report slash subscribe. You can also support independent journalism by donating any amount to The Brazilian Report. That's at brazilian.report slash donate. And if you want to follow us on Facebook and Twitter, our handle is at Brazilian Report in both those places. That's all for now. See you next week. Thank you.